Hello, this is Alex here, Digital Empowerment Manager at Promo Republic. Thank you for joining the new episode of our interview series, part of Promo Republic's Emergency Marketing Center. Here at Promo Republic, we are currently devoted to helping businesses survive the COVID-19 crisis and prepare the framework for the financial rebound that's coming. That's why we're preparing a hub of useful content for marketing leaders to explore the latest news, articles, webinars, and interviews on how to maintain trust and relationship with your clients utilizing digital marketing. Be sure not to miss any of our updates by subscribing to the weekly newsletter. Could you share with me a, like a general formal introduction and your background? Sure. I'm Abby Gruber, currently the Director of Marketing for Soccer Shots Franchising. Soccer Shots is a youth soccer program for children to, to ages 2 to 8. Um, we're focused on character development and soccer skills for the youth ages. I work obviously at the corporate office located in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Been there for about five years in a variety of different roles. Started actually um, with a combinational between franchise development and marketing and then transitioned fully into marketing. I worked at a marketing agency before coming to Soccer Shot. So my passion was really always in marketing, um, even though I kind of started with Fran Dev and have been in the director of marketing role since 2016. Um, have seen our team grow and change and do great things um, as well. To touch upon essentially with COVID-19, how is this influencing overall processes inside the company and kind of what main changes are you making from day-to-day -day operations? Yeah, I mean, COVID-19 has definitely changed our world drastically. Um, most of our programming is obviously run inside childcare centers or at parks, most of which are, you know, shut down. Um, on March 23rd, we actually suspended all Soccer Shots programming across North America. So we have franchise partners in the United States and in Canada. Um, you know, most had already been shut down at that time, but just with different state regula regulations, local regulations, we actually, as a brand, um, put all programming, um, you know, on hold. That's what was best for our brand at the time, um, and we continue to do so. So um, we quickly shifted our um, marketing strategy and just our business model in general. Um, we are now providing online videos and online programming for um, the children enrolled in our program. So um, we had to quickly rewrite our curriculum because our games are centered around children playing with each other. And now we're doing all video um, lessons. So quickly had to build lots of email templates, get video content ready to go out the door, and like brand this new program that had not existed prior to COVID-19. So um, much of our day-to-day -day has changed as far as just executing that project. Um, most of us, you know, in the marketing department provided the resources for our franchise partners to market their in-person sessions. But now we're actually, you know, providing the video program for them to then email the end customer. So our business model has just has shifted drastically because of COVID-19. Um, as far as processes, our marketing department has obviously been very process driven as most marketing departments are. We love processes and details and things like that. Um, so we've always very much so been process um, driven. We use a project management tool to keep us organized. Um, just with projects coming in and out, we have a marketing ticketing system that franchisees can submit marketing requests to us that we will fulfill. Same with our internal team. Everything has to flow with that project management tool. If you don't submit a marketing request, it does not get in our queue. Um, so I think even with COVID-19 and especially with all of us working remotely, it's more and more important for us to be disciplined about using that tool, tracking our conversations, tracking, you know, multiple proofs of designs and things like that. Hopefully several months from now when we're kind of 
beyond COVID and look back at this time. And if we need to reference a project, we can easily go back into our tool, reference a project, reference our conversations, the decisions that were made. So um, yeah, we've always been tracking things, but now because we're all you know, in different areas, more and more important for us to just be very disciplined about all of our communications flowing through there. With marketing channels, you mentioned upon essentially kind of templates, the live videos, what marketing actually channels are the main priority right now for soccer shots, like to really spread your um, message out, maintain brand awareness and handle retention marketing? Yeah. Social media is definitely um, our key marketing channel right now. It's always been very important to us because of our target audience of, you know, millennial moms and young families. Um, but now more than ever, now that people are at home, they have got more time to scroll their phones. I'm guilty of doing that um, in quarantine as well. Um, social is definitely our biggest priority. Um, and for us, it's just really being a trusted source for our families, offering value. I think that's really important for brands right now is, to be that kind of source um, for your customers, not just, you know, the product itself that you're selling, but adding value to their lives right now. Because um, people are home and this is, this is a new normal and we have to be there for them during this new normal. So um, we've been providing lots of activities for our families, whether it's coloring pages or printables, things to do at home, take a walk around your neighborhood and do a scavenger hunt and look for these items. So just different things, recipes and, um, you know, Social media has definitely been our main platform for getting those activities out to parents. Mm -hmm. uh, we also created like a web page as well to kind of host all of these things in one area. So linking to that as well, but then just using each individual um, resource as great content for um, us at the corporate level and then all of our franchisees to post as well. Now, is this, is this an incentive that was driven from corporate and then scaled through your franchisees? Yep. So we provide um, all of these assets, fun activities and things to do at the corporate level and then push them out to franchises. So um, when COVID first started, what we typically did was provide a monthly content calendar. It came out like a third Friday of every month. So I knew kind of like what was ahead for that coming month. When COVID happened, I was like, there's no way I can provide a monthly content calendar. I don't even know what is going to happen next week. Um, so we started providing social media content on a weekly basis. Um, not only content, but just tips, tricks, what you should be doing right now. Um, I wrote a whole article about getting user-generated content and then how to use it. And if people are at home, it's a great time for us to, you know, use our captive audience um, and get some, you know, good user-generated content of our families doing this video programming that we're doing. Um, so yeah, it's definitely been from corporate to our franchisees and we've been putting out weekly social media, just tips and tricks um, and hopefully you know, just getting them on board. And many of our franchise partners have. It's been amazing to see what they've done as well. We've also recommended, you know, the corporate stuff is great. You need that. It's great brand awareness, building things, activities, value add, um, but also recommending them add some like local flavor to their social media channels. Our families want to see what coaches are up to. Um, that's who they miss seeing in their program. So um, our franchisees have done a really great job um, doing local content. So it might be a coach reading a story. It might be um, a coach doing daily like exercises that they can watch on Facebook Live or things like that. So um, it's all, you know, a new realm for us. So it's definitely the corporate content mixed in with that really great local content kind of makes it all work. Kind of also touch upon um, the actual kind of execution of social media. How are you currently handling that? 
So we obviously monitor at the corporate level all of our national like brand pages. Um, and then our franchisees actually um, do the execution on their end of their local pages. So we provide um, content in the form of like an editorial calendar for them. It's got, you know, post copy links, any corresponding graphics that they need to have for that post, lay it out like as simple as possible. I mean, um, we want them to be able to easily use our content that we're putting out. So we provide it to them and then they actually post it um, on their pages depending on what their local calendar looks like. They can adjust the dates, times and things like that, depending on um, yeah, what they're putting out as well. Definitely. Is this, is this something that's solution driven or is this done in a more manual fashion? It's definitely done in a more um, manual fashion. So we push it out to them as far as like the editorial calendar, but then they actually um, use different tools or go to the channel itself to post or schedule. So definitely more manual than automatic. Okay. Okay. Understood. Now you mentioned editorial calendar. Um, is, is that a solution or what do you mean by that? Could you elaborate? Yeah, sure. So that's, I mean, by editorial calendar, I mean a very simple document that outlines, um, you know, typically before COVID we were doing these monthly content calendars. Mm -hmm. So it would be like the whole month ahead dates, here's all kinds of great posts, very timely posts, whether there's a holiday coming up or um, something that we're associating our brand with, something going on with us um, that just lays out a couple posts a week that they can post on their social channels, post copy, a link if it, we're linking out to an article, whether it's, you know, parenting.com or something like that, or it's a graphic that we want them to post. So but I talk editorial content is a very simple document that for them to easily grab post copy, a link or a graphic to then execute on their local channels. Okay. Okay. Now, is there any sort of ecosystem in place where you build up all of these digital assets you're creating? Yeah. So we, um, link, so we have like an intranet that people can go on like a file sharing system to download all of our graphics. We've got things sectioned out into folders, um, that they can grab and go. Um, but in the editorial like calendar itself, if there's a graphic that associates with the post, and they just click on like a download button and it downloads that graphic for them. So that way they don't have to leave the calendar to go to another place to like download it. It's like, here's the post copy. If there's a link, there's a link. And then here's the graphic that you need to download. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Understood. Appreciate the transparency there. Um, overall with that framework in place, is this something that was driven already in the past where social awareness was quite spread upon all your franchisees? Or do you see like a huge leap? and social media adoption nowadays? Yeah, so I would say it was always very important for us. Social media has never been optional for our franchisees, especially you know in the last couple of years, it's been more and more important. That's where our families really go for timely content. So um, we've always put a great emphasis on social media. Um, we have quarterly trainings at our corporate office and I present on local marketing each quarter and much of it is around social media, what you do's and don'ts because there's things that we don't want them to do as well when they're representing our brand. Um, but it's always been important. I feel like now um, franchisees might just have more time to actually look at it. So whereas before um, we we're talking about social media on that monthly basis with the editorial calendar and then outside of that, we provide one sheeters on social media, one sheeters on different tips and tips and tricks. One week you might be talking about like geofencing or something like that. So try to mix that in. But I feel like now um, franchisees maybe are realizing how important it actually is where we've talked about it all the time. We, we know how, how important it is as a corporate level. Um, but I think COVID-19 is definitely allowing franchisees to look at their social media channels a little more. They have a little more time because of the suspension of programming right now. 
Um, and I think more and more realizing like, Hey, this is really important and I need to be focusing on this even beyond COVID-19. Uh, what, what, which channels do you find most critical for your business and social media? So we primarily use Facebook and Instagram. I would say Facebook is great for us because it's really an information source for families. So whether we're enrolling for an upcoming program, low, you know, spotlighting a park or, or just posting a parenting blog that they can go read, you know, healthy snacks for their toddler or whatever it might be. Facebook is definitely a great place for us um, to also get engagement. You know, when we post photos of children on the field, you've got all the moms sharing with their, you know, local networks So here's my kid playing soccer, you know, grandmas and uncles are tagging it. So um, Facebook is definitely a great place for us as far as engagement. Um, Instagram's great as well. I mean, obviously like, that's much more, you know, visual. So, you know, that could be a behind the scene look. Maybe it's a, we're holding a coaches meeting um, and things like that. So definitely a little more visual there, more, you know, photos from the field and just things that are going on versus maybe some of the information that we would post on Facebook, what, like those parenting blogs and things like that. But um, most of our resources right now are putting into um, Facebook and Instagram. Okay. Okay. Understood. Now with those two channels, there's um, there's the ability to also essentially kind of handle boosting and build out ad campaigns for that. Is that something that you're doing on a corporate level and advising your franchisees to do as well? Yep. So we do have a digital marketing partner that we work with right now um, that has subsidized digital marketing um, programs for our franchisees. So that's PPC, social, including Facebook and Instagram, and then also programmatic. Um, all that have been, you know, really great for us at PPC driving enrollments when it's our business is very seasonal. So that's the other thing as well. We're always building brand awareness, but then we go through really heavy enrollment driving periods. So then they might turn things on and off at different time periods. So they might have PBC running for those really enrollment driving time periods, but it might have Facebook and programmatic um, running at different times. So while a lot of our franchise partners have paused PPC because of you know COVID-19 and not being able to enroll in traditional programming, many are still running programmatic because it's so great for us to be building that brand awareness during this time. Definitely. Uh, to touch more upon that, is that something that's driven and funded by corporate or is that really kind of the frameworks in place and it's suggested to your franchisees? How, that, how does that work? Yeah, so the framework is in place and suggested. It's not required at this point, um, but highly recommended. We're always talking about it. We're always pushing it before those heavy enrollment periods and talking about the benefits of it. Um, and then it is subsidized by corporate. So that's a great benefit to our franchisees is that we're paying for a portion of it um, and that more of their money will go towards that media spend. Interesting. Interesting. Now just I think one of the, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish. I think one of the biggest things for us has just really been educating franchise partners on the channels. Many of our franchisees didn't come in as marketing experts themselves. So, you know, teaching them like what is PPC? What is programmatic? Uh, we've had a lot of different webinars and I spoke about one sheeters just explaining like what these platforms are and then what they can do for you. To touch back upon into the social media, I know you mentioned the do's and don'ts. Uh, is there any kind of oversight of the don'ts and how do you flag those down when uh, franchisees get kind of off brand and push out messages that really should, doesn't reflect to the. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that's a challenge with any franchise. You go to, you know, IFA, I'm a part of a franchise marketing group. And that's one of the biggest challenges is, you know, compliance and, you know, people adhering to your brand standards. So uh, we have all of our um, pages under our business manager account. We actively monitor all of our pages for the good and the bad. So sometimes we see really awesome things that 
we share with our corporate office, hey, check out what this territory is doing. Um, we have one of our territories that has been going to like all the birthday party parades. It's actually a Long Island franchise. Um, you know, they told their parents, they've got like two really awesome branded cars. And they're like, if you're having one of those drive-by parades, invite us, we will come, we'll get balloons, it's gonna be awesome. So um, we've definitely been seeing a lot of good and then we've been seeing a lot of bad. Um, I would say sometimes the bad is because people just are not aware. They don't, they're not doing it on purpose. Mm -hmm. um, so we monitor the pages. If I see something that's out of brand compliance, I'll shoot an email um, to that franchisee, explain you know why that's not in compliance, and then always make a recommendation of what they can post. It's like, hey, I saw you created something. We actually have this already available for you on our internet. Um, attach it to the email to them, and just I, like I said, I think a lot of it is not it's not intentional. I think they just they maybe thought they were doing it right, or they just didn't know. Um, so just shooting them an email and then providing that recommendations of what they can be doing, or um, you know we've seen you know posts of people adding like tons of text to like a social media graphics or things like that. And just explaining how the channels work. Um, I think it all goes back to that kind of education piece.